Hey there guys and welcome to our first ever episode. Oh man, I've been looking forward to this days. I've been looking forward to this so much. It's gonna be absolutely fantastic. Uh man, I've been looking forward to it so much. Just just getting back into, you know, doing some bits and bobs. But yes, guys, this is our first our first official podcast. Uh, me and Days Light, obviously the Brother Bite Gaming Podcast. As you can see uh, to my left, dear, if you are watching on YouTube or right, depending on which way you think about it, really. But uh, but yes, obviously this podcast uh, is going to be the first of many. Uh, we are just going to discuss general gaming stuff. So with some cool things we've noticed uh, recently, um, like today, our main focus for the start of the podcast is going to be the GTA, GTA 3, dear, hang on, I can talk, GTA 6 trailer. <laughs> The GTA 6 trailer, obviously, that's the big news at the moment. That's the big news in gaming. And then uh, we also want to talk a bit about what we want to see from Rockstar. Uh, and then we'll go over to uh, today's light for his little section on simulation games. So what have you Absolutely. got for us? What have you got for us today? So today we're going to be talking about the speculation and rumours about Planet Coaster 2 possibly on the horizon. We're also going to be discussing about Life by You, which is going to be a game by Paradox Interactive, the same creators of City Skylines, may I add, which is going to be basically what people are speculating to be the spiritual successor to the Sims franchise. We're then going to go into discussion about the possible Sims 5 game coming out soon. And we're going to take a little dive into City Skylines 2 and discuss about the absolutely mixed reviews, <laughs> the absolute mixed reviews of that game. Uh, there's been many, many mixed reviews and we're just going to go to a bit of a dive of those and basically discuss what I agree with and what we don't agree with. And yeah, we're going to be powering through, guys. Cool. And then uh, once days is finished, we will go on to our little discussion about um, what well, I'm going to talk about some of my things then. Uh, so I want to talk about what games I'm enjoying at the moment for you guys um, and what I want to see come out of future games and stuff like that. So it's a bit of gaming news, I suppose. And then we will go on to some very exciting news at the very end of the podcast. But stay tuned. Stay tuned stay to find tuned. out what that is. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. So I think... Without further ado, Des, shall we get started? So GTA 6 now. Now, there's some things I spotted in the trailer, which I thought were pretty cool. Um, I, I might, I might have seen, might have seen a release date for 2025. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, All if I'm wrong, speculation. listen, if I'm wrong, I will hold my hands up and say I was absolutely wrong. But if I'm right, I'm going to say I told you so. <laughs> but um but yes so uh gta 6 huge news and they dropped you know what i loved about it so much is What's they that? they literally dropped it right because there was a leak of the trailer and i, yeah. I seen this because I, I was um i follow rockstar on on twitter and all uh or x sorry i should say now um mm -hmm. but uh but yeah i followed him there real twitter if you ask me but yeah <laughs> I, I know what what makes me laugh about that is that you know you know, on the news and everything like that, everyone says, so on X, formerly known as Twitter. So they've just extended the title by about six words. You know pretty what I mean? Much. Like, pretty much. <laughs> but, um, but no, there was, there was a leak. There was a leak, right? And it came out from, I think it was one of the kids of somebody who works at Rockstar, I want to say. Uh, one of the guys who work at Rockstar, his kids released the uh, the trailer early. And then like Rockstar basically came up, just came up straight out. And on their Twitter, they went, so Twitterly, Twitter, formerly known as X, <laughs> they just come out. <laughs> they just come out and said like, ah, well, you know, there's been a leak, so at least go and watch it from our legit YouTube. And then they put the <laughs> on YouTube there, so you can watch the trailer. I thought that was a pretty cool way to handle 
anvil things anyway you know what it is funny because rockstar have done things like this in the past with certain leaks and they're just like you know what you know what we're going to tell you just yeah. have it like yeah, we're just, just going to release it early so you can see what what is coming um yeah they haven't had much luck really when it comes to leaks of gta 6 it was only i think early last year i want to say they had a leak on the early developments footage that was actually leaked all over youtube uh i believe rockstar did take it down claiming that it was a leak and it shouldn't have been viewed by the public because it was not in a very finished state at all uh but many people then copied the video and uploaded it so you you couldn't get away from it you it's literally it. yeah. blasted over youtube and I remember looking at that early development footage, and you can see it's in very, very early development, which has surprised me, to be fair, because um, I would have thought they'd actually start a little bit earlier, but uh, that's for more speculation later on. Uh, to be fair, Joe, I, I think they did start, I think they did start earlier, um, but obviously that leak came out, and that was probably from like really early development. So I reckon they've been working on this game pretty much since GTA V, right? So. I think Probably they've had it, it in the background. They've been doing the little bits and bobs, and then they've really kicked it into a new year in the last couple of years, probably. But um, but yeah, watching the trailer though, um, honestly, it, the game looks like the graphics are going to be incredible. I don't, I might have to upgrade my PC again to play GTA yes. Six. <laughs> I, I gotta we'll be honest. That. The graphics overhaul does look absolutely fantastic. And that takeaway from the trailer uh, does look amazing. Those graphics look absolutely phenomenal. The realism has been taken to a brand new level, which was much needed after, um, let's say, some more undesirable projects, which we'll take a dive into. Uh, yes, a we'll, bit yeah, later. we'll dive into those afterwards. Um, but let's fo let's focus on some positives first. Positives. God damn. But no, there's some positives. So, um, Obviously, let's let's take a look at the trailer. Um, I'm not going to play it, um, guys, on um, while we're recording because apparently a lot of people got in a bit of trouble from who's who does the uh, who does the soundtrack for it again? Is it Tom Petty? I want to say so. Tom Petty. Think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. I will double check though. Have a quick little gander, a little bit of research. Got to be done. Uh, let's have a look. GTA 6 trailer. So, yeah, it's Tom Petty. There we are. So, Love is a Long Road, uh, which, which probably actually tells us a lot about uh, how GTA 6 is going to run as well. So, let's first of all, let's talk about some things we spotted in the trailer. Okay, um, okay, so like. I've watched the trailer a couple of times. Not as many times as I would have liked to, to like take a proper big dive into it, but um, but we'll, you know, down the line, I'll, I will definitely pay more attention and, and dive into every tiny little detail possibly every I can see. Like if anybody uh, watched um on my Ryan and Game Guy YouTube, if anybody watched my breakdown of just one screenshot, one screenshot from the Fallout TV show coming out, you'll see how much information I can drag out from. Not much that's given, but um, but one thing I did spot on the GTA Six trailer is um, at the very start you got the plane flying past, right? And it's got, it's got a yes, a banner, banner on it. Yeah, that's the one. And <laughs> it made me laugh. It made me laugh. I, I'm immature. All right, leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I said, why sixty nine when you can nine one nine? Right now, I was thinking this can mean one or two things. This can mean one or two things, right? No Rockstar is probably the latter, but. <laughs> One, it could mean that 
the release date is going to be the 19th of September 2025, right? It's very possible. 19th of the 9th. Here is one possibility. Or, another take back I've gotten from that, um, yeah. I'm completely honest, is that could be like an early release stage, like almost like a beta stage, like early access stage, where they're going to maybe possibly release it for a little bit of, um, for people to get a bit of feedback, uh, for Rockstar to get a bit of feedback and work on where they feel they might need to improve, you know? Uh, maybe, maybe, but it's Rockstar. It's GTA. It is Rockstar. And, That's true. <laughs> and I also, when I was Googling 919, because yeah, I know what GTA is like, I was virtually like, different meanings of 919, <laughs> because I'm not very down with the kids these days. And uh, it's, apparently it's, it's a rating system people use as well. So like how hot like okay. a woman or, or a guy might be. Uh, so like, um, I think one of the examples was nine would mean somebody's got an amazing face. Um, and then the one is hang on i've forgotten all this already let me have a look this is some interesting knowledge because i am not actually aware of this rating system i I only heard about it like literally when i when i was uh, when i was looking for 919 but i also know about it's 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 gt it's gj it's rockstar they they love to have a laugh with stuff like this um, okay so yeah okay so nine so that was saying they got like a unattractive face one you would sleep with them uh, whereas zero, you wouldn't sleep with them. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it's just also a scale of like one to nine then for the body. So like nine for the body as well. So it could be not a release date at all. And they're just having a little laugh at everyone's expense, which honestly wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. But for the GTA <laughs> franchise, that would be something to, to be expected. I mean, you hear like the adverts from GTA 5, you know, the the proper like parodied adverts of different radio adverts. And it always used to make me laugh jumping in the car listening yeah. to some of those, those adverts. And like, it would not be the first time. Yeah. <laughs> like, a laugh. Talk, talking about their parodies as well. Um, Obviously, the trailer was made up a lot of, uh, of different characters shall we say the hammer lady the uh the mud girl uh all sorts um and that 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 they're all based off real people basically yeah, so- they're all based off viral videos from florida which obviously is where vice city is 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 set though so- i think the take back straight away from the trailer is that we are definitely returning back to vice city and it looks like we are turning to we're going back to Vice City in the modern day. So of course GTA Vice City was really one of their best standout games, but that was it. all based in the eighties, right? So that was all yeah. like the eighties style. It looks like we are going. We're definitely going back to Vice City, which was interesting because there was a lot of speculation originally before this trailer was released that they would be going back to London, which would have been quite interesting as well. Going back to like the original roots of the Grand Theft Auto franchise. I'd love that. I reckon one day there will be because is Rockstar um, technically is it a British company? Rockstar or no? I think they've got a bit of a mix. I think they've got different quarters in different countries. I, I'm pretty sure you'll have to have to do a bit of search on that one. Um, I'm pretty sure Rockstar have got the headquarters in somewhere in Britain, and I think they've got another one in America. So I think it's such a big. Country. Yeah, I think it's just a mix there. Yeah, that's probably makes sense. Big there. division. Um, Okay, so it's it's actually based in Edinburgh, Scotland, in the in the UK. Uh, is okay. the, the headquarters for the UK anyway? Rockstar headquarters for the UK. So that's pretty cool. I didn't know that so, either. <laughs> you know what would be a very interesting insight one day if we ever went to Edinburgh? Can you imagine that? Now that would be unique. <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, everyone's going there for the views. We're like, we want to see Rockstar Studios, please. <laughs> 
Of course. <laughs> but there's a, there's a few things from the trailer, though. Um, I, I think you... Did you find an article which spotted some things that we, we might have missed? Yeah, so I've got a bit of a breakdown here. All credit to RadioTimes.com. They've released a article here on the GTA 6 trailer breakdown. All clues and Easter eggs we spotted so far. So they go into a they go into a bit of detail about GTA 6, the long awaited the long awaited trailer, um, and uh, it is a very quick trailer. It's ninety seconds, but it's yeah, surprising it's long, how yeah. much you can actually take away from that ninety seconds. So looking over here, we've got a few things. Um, so talking about the leak, of course, uh, that was amazing. Fair play to the person who leaked this. They have not had much luck at all. So of course, if you notice through the, throughout the trailer, Lucia, who is going to be our new protagonist. She has got a ankle monitor to suggest that she could be on probation during the time when this takes place. So it could be she comes out of prison at the start of the game, or it could be vice versa. But there is lots of clues to say that she's going to be on probation throughout have, the trailer. I have a I have a thought on this as well. Because uh, obviously when when I heard about the uh, the ankle bracelet and stuff like that, I think that's uh, that might be a prequel sort of thing so you know how gta 5 started with the the bank ice at the start yes but that was actually a number of years before the actual game takes place right yes i feel like like, i feel like lucia has probably been in and out of jail um for like the start of her life obviously she's got a boyfriend as well uh so she probably had an anchor bracelet on and then maybe she broke the rules maybe it's because she robbed the shop like we've seen a little bit of in the trailer um yep. while she had the ankle bracelet on and that means she went obviously swiftly off to back jail, to jail. Yeah. <laughs> back to jail which you know it's very within line of the gta style um they always like to throw in a bit of an extra backstory in their games, which I absolutely love. I mean, Rockstar are very good at doing that. Little side plots and little details that they put into these little things that, that are really yeah. noticeable by other people. Cool. Um, also, we picked up on uh, RadioTime.com that picked up a male protagonist voice actor, meaning that we could have character swapping back in GTA 6, oh, which God, is I hope absolutely so. fantastic. Now, I really hope that does happen because, let's be honest, GTA 5 would not have been the game that it was without the character swap, right? I, I think it's one of those things GTA Five did so well was was having that character swap because obviously everyone had their own favorite character, right? So like you can the funny thing is right, you can ask a group of nine people who was your favorite character to play as in GTA Five, right? Three of them will say Michael, three of them will say Franklin, three of them will say Trevor. So they're all yes. equally loved protagonists, um, and I think it. and I think that would be uh, I think that would be the case as well. Like it, it's. Different because I can't see there being more than two characters. So Lucia and her fella. That would be my guess, right? Um, Looks like that's the only swappable character. Does he have a name yet? Does he have a name? I I, I want to say he does. So yeah, um, a lot of people picked up. It's Jason. I think it was Jason. Jason. A lot of okay. people did pick it up, and it did pick it up on the um, early leak footage as well before the trailer when they had the early development footage, and it was like each character had a name tag on the early development footage, and you had Lucia and her ah, name was at the top okay. corner. Yeah. Now and it showed it showed a male protagonist walking around. Looks like they were being controlled just for the early development footage, and it did say Jason. So I have a feeling it could be Jason. I could be wrong on that. This is all just speculation. But a lot yeah. of people are saying... Uh, apparently, the character is being voiced by possibly Troy Baker. Now, that's what we got so far. Ah, Troy uh, Baker. Is he the guy who did the voice for Joel in Last of Us? Uh, yes. Sounds yeah. like Joel. Ah, uh, see? Trump. 
So this is speculation. So this is what people are just speculating on. This yeah, he's been in a few Xbox. few games, but obviously his most famous one is Last of Us. But yeah, that's that's cool. This has been posted over X, formerly known as Twitter, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they've they picked up that it sounds like it could be Troy Baker uh, with the way he says trust. Um, they say they pick up the sort of similar sort of tone that Joel may have had in The Last of Us, which would not be exactly a bad. Uh, yeah, one's one's surprising. He's a good voice actor. Yeah, so he's wouldn't a very good voice actor. Uh, we've got a few different things that they've also picked up that were quite obvious in the trailer, but we'll go over them what they picked up yeah, here yeah, as well. Go. So we've got alligators, of course, for our GTA 6 trailer. Several alligators can be spotted suggesting that reptiles will be prevalent in the open world. They, they should be, because obviously Red Dead Redemption 2 had a lot of like crocodiles and stuff in. I know they are, they yes. are brutal. They are brutal in, in Red Dead Redemption 2. But, um, but yeah, so I, I wouldn't... Yeah, it makes sense really... So that's just copying an asset over and upgrading it, really, isn't it? So yeah, that that yeah. would be cool, man. I, I'd love to see like alligators. I'd love to see more wildlife, more wildlife in in the GTA games, anyways. Something that they've always lacked. GTA Five did it quite well with the, you get the coyotes and you get the yeah. wolves and stuff when you go out to the outbacks. But um, but yeah, they they put up here made some inspiration from Far Cry. I wouldn't go as far to say inspiration from Far Cry. I think they're just adding nah. them. They're just add, added challenge. Um, and of course, it just goes on to say that Miami is well known for its gators, and Miami is obviously the real life equivalent to Vice City, of course. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, it wouldn't it would be quite interesting to see how they use the alligators in the uh, in the actual uh, game, whether there be any missions. Like I noticed one where it's like a one feature clip, like it looked like it was social media, and it looks like social media is going to be very prevalent in GTA. Yes. So it looks yeah, like definitely. It does look like there's going to be a lot to do with social media, probably mission, possibly missions all based around social media. Uh, that's just speculation. Uh, but you see like the video of the guy pulling the alligator out of the swimming pool and stuff like yeah. that. And that was actually based, again, off a of real uh, real life viral video of this guy yeah. pulling his gator out of the pool. Which, so there's so many Easter eggs that we've seen so far. And it's not it's not unlike Rockstar. And obviously, I mean, we all know. <laughs> the, uh, the Florida Joker as well. He's not very happy, is he? Oh, he's furious. He's demanding <laughs> He's demanding millions from Rockstar for using his likeness. <laughs> oh, I know. It, you know what? It does not surprise me. There always is going to be controversy when it comes to a new GTA game coming out. Um, I think that's always the way. Of course, you've got the reference to the Two Hammer Lady, all based again off a real final video yeah. uh, of this crazy lady who smashed up this neighbor's car with a couple of hammers trying to get her yeah. out of the town and stuff. So, um yeah, it's it's there's a lot going I'm on. I'm curious, um, is there any information, right? Because the first thing that sprung to my mind, and obviously it's, it's not the thing, although it would be funny if, if there was a, like, a slight reference to it here, but um, what crossed my mind is this one clip where there's a naked guy running through a petrol station. That is based off the. There is, I can't remember his name. There is actually a social media. Guy. Oh, there is. I was, because I, um, I was, first thing that sprung to my mind was naked deaf guy from Family Guy. <laughs> that would have been, been fantastic can you imagine but no it's um there, there is actually a social media craze that was going around where like people were like american ah oh, something i can't remember what the names of them were but um it was like they, it's taking inspiration from those sort of videos you know and there's a lot yeah. of them going around at the time uh there is so many so many leaks um well not leaks but so many details that they things picked people up picked up on yeah yeah is there anything in that list about um, any of the gameplay that they're suspecting, or apart from character swap, obviously? I think that's about it from this article. Okay, so, cool. 
Cool. We got Tom Petty saying that you love contributing to Running It Down a Dream in the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So it was an honor to have Love Is a Long Road featured in the trailer for Grand Theft Auto yeah. 6. So, he, oh, so actually... he did San Andreas as well, did he? Did San Andreas, apparently, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Running Down a Dream to Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So he's obviously returned to uh, yeah, GTA. Yeah. Oh, nice. So nice. Cool. So it's nice that they're, they're reaching out to the former people, the former artists and stuff that were in the previous games. That's pretty cool. Um, all yeah, right. it's going to be quite interesting to see. I'll dive so. into a few more notes then of what, of what I what I what I spotted in the trailer. It's not it's nothing like major, um, but something I just found in the trailer, and I just think like the waterways and the skies look way better than they did in in previous GTA games. They look busy, they look genuinely vivid and alive. Um, I think obviously going to add different biomes in as well now. So you're going to have some swampland because we've seen the um, the hovercraft going through the yes. swampland. In, in Florida, yeah, obviously, Florida's famous for swamps as well. So there's got to, there's got to be a mission. You have to get on a hovercraft through a swamp. There's got to be a mission. Alligators jumping at you. Piranhas probably. I don't know. No, I don't think piranhas are in Florida, but still. <laughs> you never know. It's Grand Theft Auto. You never it's know. And then obviously we've got the prison start as well. Um, I, I've no, I've noted down here character swap, but we've already discussed that as well. But what I would this there's got to be there's got to be. And I don't want it just to be a little reference like a title of a book or something like that. I want a big reference to Tommy Vicetti. That's what I want. That Obviously, the original protagonist from, from the original Vice City. Vice City was actually... No, GTA 3 was the first uh, GTA I played. But Vice City oh, was okay. the one I first played properly. Um, and I was way too young to be playing it at the time, but I did it anyway. Standard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Standard for most uh, players of Grand Theft Auto, you know. But yeah. like, as much as I did enjoy Trey, and as much as I'm looking forward to it, um, obviously we still got to wait another two years, at least. Well, it, yeah, probably closer to two years if it is coming out in in September. It's yeah. probably going to come out in September, okay, November so. time, because that obviously they want to get them I mean, shipped out for Christmas sort of thing. That's usually what these big uh, these big companies do. And uh, I think GTA Five is still the has the record for the highest gross of video game of all time. So yeah, so when GTA Five came out, that when GTA Five came out, that broke records. That was uh, phenomenal sales for Rockstar. And, it's the uh, most expensive in, video game ever made. I think most expensive, but I think they made also their money turned back like within... one of the biggest profits as well. I think they made their money back in yeah. pre-orders, which is insane when you think about it. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And it was absolutely amazing. And to be fair, when Grand Theft Auto Five did come out. I remember seeing the trailer and I remember being absolutely mind blown at like back then the top of the range graphics. And I still, I'm going to put it down a bit of a controversial opinion. I would actually turn around and say for me, Grand Theft Auto V was the best Grand Theft Auto they have ever created. Now I know San Andreas gets very close up there, but Grand Theft Auto V just had a bit more of a stronger storyline to me uh, yeah. and a bit more yeah. of a in-depth atmosphere. If you know for I mean. me, for me, like San Andreas and GTA 3 and Vice City and all that, they're, like, they're all great games, right? All Grand Theft Auto games are pretty good. Like You can't really exactly. say they're, they're bad. Um, I think the only one I've never completed is GTA 4, which I need to get on that. Need to get on that and actually complete that. But um, but I think for me, yeah, GTA Five for me was like the smoothest one. So like the gameplay yes. was fun, the story was you know enticing. It was the voice acting was incredible. Um, and I think like when people say obviously San Andreas was their favorite and stuff like that, I get where people are coming from, but mm -hmm. also there was so many limitations back then. Right, that then. got blown out of water in GTA Five, and there's so much more you could do in GTA Five, like submarines and shit, man. Come on, come on. 
I mean, back then, of course, the limitations were down to the PlayStation 2 technology, um, which for the time was, of course, a very powerful system. But the technology has advanced a lot in, since, yeah. since those days. And as Grand Theft Auto V, when they released that, it was amazing what they they actually utilized that technology absolutely perfectly. You could, they couldn't have done it any other way. Uh, the character swap was nylon possible uh, nylon impossible to do until they settled to do it it was a game changer it was a game changer it for was sure definitely a game more changer. games started doing it since then more games started doing it since true. then so it set a trend um but set a trend, that one. <laughs> as i said as much as i enjoyed the gta 6 trailer though I, I do i do have some concerns i do have some concerns my biggest okay. concern is because once again you know there's leaks coming out again like, oh yeah we got planned dlc for uh for GTA 6 already and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that's all well and good, but I heard all that about GTA 5. There was no DLC for GTA 5 because they focused on the online thing. I know that's where they make their money, and I get that, but I feel like they prioritize the online a bit too much these days. And I'd like to see them because, like, you, dude, like GTA 4 had probably some of the best expansion packs out of any game. Ever. Oh, definitely. So, Ballad of I Gay mean, Tony and what, Lost in the Damned, is it? The Lost in the Damned, Ballad of Gay Tony, both very, very strong expansions. If not, po possibly a stronger storyline than the original as well. Yeah. Do you know what's um, funny, though, is that apparently the original GTA Vice City, this is just a bit of knowledge if you guys fancied it, uh, was intended originally as DLC for GTA 3. I never knew that. Yeah, okay. which is well, which is why okay. which is why they look so similar and they released so soon after another. But um, but no, because they enjoyed uh, Tommy Forsaken all so much, they they made it its own game then and gave it its own legs, sort of thing. But uh, but yeah, that's a there's a little fact for you. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, and my other my other worry is, I'm getting older, man. I'm getting older. older. I'm getting older, and I I fear that you know. GTA 6 might be one of the last GTAs I play, man. Might be one. It won't, yeah. it won't be the last one I play. That's being dramatic, but I don't think there's going to be many more GTAs. It's going to take like 12, 15 years to make a game. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you get the same feeling. You get the same feeling. It's a long yeah. time, isn't it? It's a long time. I mean, one of the biggest controversies to take back from GTA 6 is the amount of time it has taken to actually release it. Now, I understand that Rockstar, they're a big developer, and GTA's, the GTA games, every single GTA has been released is a massive game for its era. It's a massive technological jump, and it's a massive technological advancement. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, sorry, go yeah. on. Sorry, uh, but uh, I think that a lot of people were disappointed with how long it's actually taken to release GTA 6, considering that Grand Theft Auto 5 has been 10 years ago now. You wouldn't think it had been 10 years, but 10 years ago with new game, no news, uh, a lot of people did come to the speculation that Rockstar were milking the GTA 5 game a lot for the online the expansions online, yeah. and the extra things that you could buy online with real money, Do microtransactions. That does lead us quite nicely, actually. So let's move on from GTA 6 trailer. Like... Although I do have negatives, but I think overall I am excited for GTA 6. I am looking forward to playing it. Um, yeah, I think but, my take back... Yeah, go sorry, on. You I go. Mean, you go. I think my take back from the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer, though, is yes, the, the gameplay looks phenomenal. Yes, the graphics look phenomenal, uh, phenomenal. However, I do feel that we should have seen more. It's been a long time, and I feel it was cut very short. I mean, when you think I of the Grand Theft Auto 5 games, I mean, do you remember when the trailer came out of that and each character's story was told in one trailer? I think, yeah, I think, I think they will do that. 
Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, they just want to get people to know Lucia now. Then they release another trailer for Jason, possibly, and then another one for the storyline, possibly. And because I think that's just they're just gonna go along like that because it's still two years until release, so we we'll get some more information on the webs there. But it does lead us quite nicely into a, a general discussion, actually, about Rockstar themselves, about Rockstar yeah. themselves. So <laughs> I feel like they needed. <laughs> I feel like obviously GTA Six trailer, you, you feel was short and stuff like that. But I feel like they needed to release it. They, they've not had the best press update the last couple of years. No. And with multiple <laughs> leaks as well going on. And the amount of people getting so angry with the fact that it's taken so long to get to this point with yeah. Grand Theft Auto 6. Like, I think we needed something. Like yes. Hint, yeah, no, to, to I think they definitely the did. Obviously, we've had like Red Dead Redemption 2 and stuff since, uh, since GTA 5. But, you know, a lot of people who actually like GTA don't like Red Dead Redemption. They just don't. You know, it's just too different for him. Like, I, I personally, I, I enjoy both games. But um, mm-hmm. but I think I think they really upset a lot of people with, with the Definitive Edition and that all, all that happened there. Uh, I, I kind of feel for them a little bit because I cannot remember Rockstar straight up coming out and saying, oh, yes, we're remaking GTA San Andreas, GTA thing. They I don't think they actually used the words remake or... Or remaster. No. I think they just used the words re-release, and re-release. obviously they released them, and, and they were a bit of a they were a bit of a disaster. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't I'm glad I didn't get them. But I to me, <laughs> right? To me, I have such good memories of like San Andreas and Vice City and all that mm-hmm. that I don't think I could recapture those if I go back and play them now. No, if that makes sense. I've got the original San Andreas on PC. I bought this a long time ago. And I have been tempted to go back to it, but mod it to the degree where the graphics look like a modern-day graphic standard. Um, yeah, well, this is the thing, right? I think when they said they were re-releasing GTA 6 or the definitive editions, I think people were expecting like a bit of a jump in graphics. But if anything, I would argue the graphics might have looked worse in some cases. Yeah, so they didn't do the best job at the re-releases at all. Uh, they could have done a lot more. Um, I, I understand, you know, I do feel for them a little bit because, like you said, they didn't say remake or such. They did well, say not to my knowledge. I mean, they might have done, yeah. but I, I personally don't remember them saying it's going to be like a remaster or something like that. And I can't remember that either, but I do know when it got released, a lot of people were very yeah. disappointed. I think people just jumped on it, didn't they? Yeah, I think people yeah. jumped on it expecting like, oh, GTA 5 graphics but for San Andreas which when you look back at it they they, they could have done that they could have done that and it would have been a lot better perceived than than uh, than the definitive edition actually was because uh, man I would love like but I kind of see what they did as well I, as much as I would love to go back to San Andreas with like updated graphics and stuff like that they gave us GTA 5 it's that's true, the same man. area it's the same thing same which, area same with Vice City they you know they're giving us GTA 6 yeah, so it's it's it. the same area as Vice City, and it's just yeah. So it's, bringing it into the twenty first like, century. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's why they maybe held back on it because they wanted the people to be really wowed by the the new games coming out. Definitely, but do you know what I think the bad uh, I think the bad press they got from the definitive edition was also to, related to how long it had taken for GTA Six because that was mentioned on a lot of tweets. Yeah. Um, I, I remember reading through when the when the definitive editions came out. And it was people saying, oh, yet another game that we didn't ask for. You know, where's GTA 6? Yeah. And, and to be fair, I get people's frustration that, you know, it's 
to be fair, Rockstar could have done a bit of a better job trying to yeah. push it forward just a little bit more. You know what I mean? This, this is this is my one pet peeve that with with like just gamers and stuff in general. It's, it's usually casual gamers. Um, you're not just them. You know, it can be proper gamers as well. But it's when they say. Ah, take all the time in the world. Take all the time you need. Just release it, you know, so it's working and it's polished mm-hmm. and it's nice. But at the same That's time, it. they're going like, "Why isn't it released yet? We need more information." <laughs> like, well, hang on, pick one, pick one. Well, <laughs> do you want them to take the time and really make it a good experience, or do you want them to release it and potentially have plenty of bugs to deal with along the way? But uh, but obviously, that's 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 a different issue altogether. Although that's not the only news to come out of Rockstar. That's not the only news to come out of Rockstar. So. There is heavy, heavy, heavy speculation that Rockstar are also moving to make sequels for L.A. Noir and Bully, which mm-hmm. if they do, like, and if they do release those games, like Bully, I think that that'll be interesting. <laughs> be yeah, interesting I, mean... I, I recently replayed Bully, and I'm, I'm looking at, it, I'm like. <laughs> So I thought it was funny, but I'm like, I don't think people will let you get away with this these days. How like, you get away with that in the first place? I mean, <laughs> with the coach asking you to go and raid the girls' dorm and oh Jesus, oh. Uh, funny Bully, though, yeah, so funny. It is a brilliant game, especially it was a very unique game for its time. Um, these days, do you reckon it would fly today? If I came out today. Probably not. Probably not. Like, <laughs> I, I, I would want it to though. Like, so I know, I know this is a big fear. People like GTA Six was they were like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be too woke now, man. It's gonna be too woke. I was like, I, I, I kind, I kind of have faith in in Rockstar that they, they don't care. They, they're like, nah, well, we're we're gonna do what we, we're gonna do what we're gonna do. You know. <laughs> I was reading up on a news article just after the trailer got released for the Grand Theft Auto Six, right? For Grand Theft Auto Six, and I tell you what, I found it so funny. There was already people calling for it to be banned from that trailer <laughs> and i'm just there like what it's it's not even that bad I don't oh, think, some I, people I need to loosen up anything. don't they yeah <laughs> oh definitely some people need so to you're loosen always up gonna get, <laughs> you're always gonna get controversial these the thing games, is man but... you, you dive into a game for, for like for like fun and just to you know as, as little as what well, i do anyway is a little escape and just enjoy yourself in your game and just all this sort mm-hmm. of stuff and when people start talking like, i don't know people start talking about cancelling video games and stuff i'm like but why why man you don't, you don't need you don't, if you don't if you don't like it don't play it it's as simple as that it's, like leave the people who enjoy, who are enjoying the game leave them play it and enjoy it don't make them feel bad for enjoying a video game exactly. um but the LA Noir speculation was very high. Not I haven't heard much on that for a very long time though. Uh, um, it's recently resurfaced, mine. It's probably because of the GTA oh, Six okay. trailer that's come out. But um, but yeah, it's recently resurfaced that that they really want to get a uh, an LA Noir sequel done. Uh, the company that I worked with, Rockstar, Team Bondi, Team Bondi, they they went under, didn't they? They got shut down for poor working conditions. Um, okay. Rockstar kind of, I, I, if I remember correctly, now don't quote me on this, but like, if I remember correctly, I think Team Bondi were initially going to release the game under their own name, a brand name, and then they were getting reported for poor working conditions or something like that. Oh, Rockstar okay. dove in, kind of bought out the bought game the IP. and got it finished. Yeah. So they so only IP. So if they only IP, it's very possible to get an LA, uh, a second LA Noir. I would love to see a second LA Noir, especially like with graphics and stuff. Because like LA Noir, when that first came out, man, that was that pushed that the boundaries. Was, that pushed I the remember, boundaries of gaming for the time, didn't it? Facial capture and yeah. 
the the Xbox 360s back in those days. Yeah, did you I have to? Remember, was it two CDs you had to play on? It was in four CDs. Four. Every wow. One was like a different section of the game. Wow. And then when the PlayStation 3 Slims came out, because that's when they were just changing over to the Slims from the originals, there was reports that Ellie Noor was that powerful and that graphically intense. It was overheating and crashing systems. <laughs> um, which you know what? To be honest with you, when you look at the graphics and the uh, limitations they had at that time, it isn't really much of a surprise. Like, LA it's it's not, but it. I'm always skeptical. You know when like people say like because uh, people said the same about Starfield. Obviously, changes subject slightly, but we'll go back to Rockstar in a second. But people yeah. said the same about that. And I was like, oh, it's so intense. It keeps crashing my Xbox and stuff. Like I'm like, yeah, but is your Xbox is it is it in well ventilated area? Because people forget like the amount of airflow you need for a console or a PC, man, is 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 pretty surprising. pretty surprising. Yeah, but um. But no, LA Noir, obviously, if, if they did release that, I, I'd be interested to see where they go. Would they stick to the sort of, you know, 1950s era where everybody spoke a bit like this and, and did this, they did that thing? Or would they bring it into the modern day, like a modern day detective and stuff like that? Because I, I think I'd be okay with either one. I, like, I think a modern day one would be pretty cool if you have to go with, like, new, like, forensics equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, for me, I think I would like to see it stick to like the 50s, 40s, just to keep it within the IP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very similar to the original game. I mean, like, LA North, I mean, come on, man, that left us on a cliffhanger. I mean, at the end of that, That's true. there were so many possibilities that could have come from the end of that game. Um, of course, you've got Cole's son, who was at attendance in the funeral. Yes, um, that's right, yeah. Rusty, he's all there and things like that. You, know, it, you could release a new game around the same era, um, or like 10 years later where his son takes up the reins and is another Officer Phelps. Yeah. And he kind of carries on his father's legacy in that sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. was a fantastic game. Uh, re really, uh, to make a new game of Eleanor would be absolutely amazing. I think it would do well. Um, uh, but the problem is how much could they push the limitations on yeah, that? Yeah. Um, because, like, of course, the when the original Eleanor came out, there was lots of reports about it crashing consoles, things going wrong. Of course, with the Xbox 360 needing four different discs, on a PlayStation yeah. only needing one, <laughs> which then started the uh, well added more fuel to the fire. Oh the god, PlayStation Wars. Oh and... <laughs> god, let's not talk about a goddamn console wars. We won't oh, go into that. We won't go into that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I remember playing Eleanor, and I did really enjoy it. it. It did get a little bit repetitive. I think that some things could be done a little bit differently. Yeah, uh, I think when he got to like the homicide um the homicide detective part of it um i think that's where it started to get a little bit slow and it started to get a little bit repetitive but it was still enough to keep you hooked you know yeah yeah no um, i know i know exactly what you mean i know exactly what you mean so um but so so yeah like any any news that comes out about any of these potential um remakes i know they've also confirmed sorry while we're on the subject of rockstar they've also confirmed yeah. they're making red dead redemption free uh Fantastic. so so yeah that'll be cool that'll be another massive game um that's just one thing rockstar do really well is like usually let, let's be honest apart from like the definitive editions and stuff like that like how many times have rockstar actually you know not lived up to the expectation of the game not too often until recently until recently but maybe gta 6 has been turning point for all of that anyway however however we're not just here to talk about RPGs and Rockstar and stuff like this. this is a goddamn gaming podcast. And although guys, well go guys, I don't I don't play a lot of simulation games these days. Um I, I, I like them and I still enjoy them, but um but no I haven't I haven't played any for a while. However, uh my co-host here, Dayslight, 
you have some news on Panacosa 2 or some thoughts about City Skylines 2, right? Yep, so we're going to take a little bit of a dive into the speculation and rumours of Planet Coaster 2. We're going to discuss a little bit about City Skylines 2, uh, what what we can take from that. Um, so I think let's go straight into Planet Coaster 2. Now, this is what I'm very, very excited for. We'll start on that and we'll lead on to City Skylines because there's another game which uh, my co-host Chia can actually join in on, um, which might be coming out very, very soon. We'll, we'll get into that very shortly. Um, so on the topic of Planet Coaster 2, now this has been rumoured for a very long time. I mean, Planet Coaster came out now in 2016. Uh, very, very successful simulation title. Probably the most uh, successful theme park simulation title in recent years. Of course, we had uh, Rodicus Tycoon World. We won't go into that. That came out and then Frontier decided to take up the reins because Frontier worked on uh, Rodicus Tycoon 3. That smashed ratings. Rodicus Tycoon World came out, you couldn't even load the game up to the desktop without it crashing, which was absolutely appalling. Then Frontier decided to say, all right, you don't want to go with us. We'll release our own version. And I tell you what, Planet Coaster, when that came out, was everything that Rodicus Tycoon World could and should have been. And it's really sad to see that the Rodicus Tycoon title has now become a bit of a cash cow by Atari, who bought the IP out from Chris Sawyer many, many years ago. Uh, Planet Coaster 2, this has been a lot of speculation. There is some leaks coming through online from a so-called uh, worker or employer or ex-employer of Frontier saying that it is definitely in the works. No confirmation on a possible release date yet, but we're trying to... A lot of people are kind of... Uh, they're kind of mixing it with City Skylines release date because City Skylines, the original one, came out in 2016. And of course, we've got City Skylines 2 in October of this year. That was around the same time that Planet Coaster came out, and a lot of people are speculating, hmm, does this mean that we could see a Planet Coaster 2 in that sooner than we think? Now, I have heard from this little leak that was online from this so-called um, ex-employee of Frontier. I can't remember where I read the article, so I can't actually credit it, but um, they were saying that it's definitely coming. Um, apparently, COVID, when that hit, that put a lot of uh, restraints on what they could do with the game and with the development. So, of course, that slowed things down quite a lot. I believe they were trying to get a... Uh, they're trying to get the licensing with Disney so they can have some Disney things in there. But I think that failed and that all oh, fell through. I was say, that's, that's going to cost them a fair bit if they wanted to try that. It's going to be <laughs> a fair whack. So I think that's what, they, that's what the initial rumours were, is that they were in talks with Disney to uh, possibly use some of their IPs, etc. Uh, but uh, nothing ever came of it. But uh, Planet Coaster is no stranger to IPs. Of course, you've got the Knight Rider pack in Planet Coaster, which you can download. You've got the Ghostbusters pack, which is all about Ghostbusters and all that, including uh, Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters song and all that you can put on your eyes and that. <laughs> um, but Planet Coaster 2 will be absolutely amazing. Now, I've been looking at a Reddit, a uh, Reddit sort of uh, thread uh, recently, and there's a lot of talk here about a discussion. Well, there's a lot of discussion going on about what we could possibly expect. A lot of people are saying that if it does happen, it's probably going to take the management and simulation side to the next level. As uh, I'm sure uh, Ryan's dabbled in a bit of Planet Zoo, the management I, on that. I have. It, it is, it's peak management, um, but they don't explain it the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's always been a problem with uh, with some of the Frontier games. You've got to try and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. 
uh, when Planet Coaster came out, there was a lot of things I couldn't work out. And then I had to do a bit of YouTube searching and searching online and things like that to find out how to do the things that I wanted to do. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's looking very promising. Uh, I will read out. So this is a post on to reddit.com. Um, the thread is just called Planet Coaster 2. Uh, we got a post here from Wintry Forest, I think that one's, I think that says. And this is what he has said in a discussion to start this discussion. So he said, so I'm sure we've all heard about the new City Skylines game coming out, uh, which is great and all. Definitely hyped around a sequel. But in terms of the Planet series, Sue hasn't been updated for a few months and Coaster's been way outdated for years, except from subscription-based DLC, which, of course, you know, they released when they, they got the rights. Um, so do you think that there'll be a sequel of Planet Coaster in the works? Or do you think it's a sequel of Planet Coaster in the works all coming out soon? Uh, or... Is it just a bunch of malarkey? But it has been confirmed, well, in a leak, that it is in the works. However, nobody knows any speculation dates or anything like that yet. So it's still... But then Frontier are very good at adding little hints into their games as well. Oh, so so see, I'm, quite, see... I'm quite surprised, because um, how long ago now was Planet Coaster released? So Planet Coaster came out in 2016. 2016. Is... So you're coming on... What was it? Seven years? Seven years, yes, yeah, a very long time. So there's a long time for a turnaround. I know they had Planet Zoo in between, but uh, but yeah, hopefully, um, like next year could be them when they release because most games like that they don't tend to go over the eight year mark. I've noticed, like with Tomb Raider and stuff, is usually eight years between reboots or whatever. So, well, yeah, and uh, and the speculation online is saying between possibly 2024 and 2025. Oh, okay. I think by 2025 at the latest will probably be the latest that we actually have a new uh, Planet Coaster game out, which will be absolutely fantastic because, you know, what Theme Park World has changed a lot. There's a lot of new coaster types and stuff like that out there now. So adding those into a game would be absolutely amazing. It'd be nice to have like uh, a weather cycle, you know, sort of like when it rains because you haven't got that currently in Planet Coaster. But then all the games and classics like uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon did have that. And who remembers when it used to rain in Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 and all your roller coasters would break down? Oh, my days. Those were. <laughs> that... That takes me back. Those were the uh, days. Those that, were the days. Those were the days. But I think that adds a bit of edit. That adds a little bit of extra challenge to the game. Because you want to try and get these coasters going as quickly as possible to keep your profits coming in. Yeah. So all speculation at the minute. But from what I'm reading online, according to Frontier's FY22 report, a new simulation, uh, a new simulation game under an existing Frontier-owned title, i.e. a planet game, is in development for FY25. So that's the financial year of 2025. So it could be between a June 2024 or a May 2025 release. So it's a very, very good chance that is Planet Coaster 2. Oh, very, cool. very strong chance. All right. Well, that, that'll be fun. That would be absolutely fantastic. I'd be intrigued to see what they can add to that game because that game really broke limitations of theme park building. You could do so yeah, much with yeah. it. I remember you, you built some incredible roller coasters and stuff in there, haven't you? Yeah, and the theming you can do with it's the buildings got, yeah. and the pieces. It's got so is... much freedom in it. It's just, yeah, it, it is it is amazing. But then I think that'll end us off nicely for the Planet Coaster because we've got a new exciting simulation game in the works. Now, as we know, Sims 4 is now ticking on. Um, that was released back in 2014. It's a very long time. That's almost 10 years without wow. new Sims game. Oh, it doesn't feel... I feel so old now. Oh, God. It doesn't feel like it, oh, does God. it? Um, however, uh, there is a Sims project in the work called Project Renning. That's the code name. But it has been leaked back. That is the Sims 5 we have been waiting for. 
Um, so I'm going to have a quick look at this article here from gamesradar.com, all about the Sims 5 release date, when we could possibly see it. So the, Sim 5, the Sims 5 Project Rene will coexist with the other Sims games and will not replace Sims 4 entirely. Now, I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that, Ryan? I See, I feel like if you're going to go in on a new Sims game, leave Sims 4 go, man. Leave it go. Because I, I think Sims 5... Yeah. I, I read up a bit on Sims 5 because who doesn't enjoy the Sims now and again, right? Everybody enjoys the Sims. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, like... I know there's so many expansion uh, expansions for Sims Four. Like, it's so much money to actually get everything in the game. Like it's 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 a ridiculous amount of money. So like, I I just yeah. feel like I feel like you can you can let Sims Four go now. I feel like you can let it go. Obviously, patch it maybe if there's any like remaining bugs or popular bugs or anything. But mm. shift your team's focus to Sims Five. I mean, we all know that Sims Four was very controversial in the Sims world. Um, there was a lot of mixed reviews and mixed reactions to when that game was released. Um, everything that people were going on about, i.e. being able to drive around a neighbourhood without a loading screen, I agree with. You know, um, Sims 4 for me was a step backward and maybe slightly in the wrong direction. Yeah. It felt like it's almost become a bit of a cash cow, right? I, I feel like I feel like they focus on other things because obviously they brought moods and stuff into Sims 4, right? Which... You yes. didn't have that before. Yeah. You didn't have that before in, in in Sims Three, but I do miss you know getting your character to work his ass off, not using the money cheat. No, sometimes mm-hmm. I'd play properly, <laughs> <laughs> but you no, know, like once you've like worked yourself up uh, through through like your job and stuff like that, being able to afford like a really nice car, just taking it out around the neighborhood and stuff. It's just little mm-hmm. things like that. And and you was it Sims Three? You could go fishing and stuff on as well. You can go fishing. You could um, buy two houses, which is one thing I did miss on Sims. Yeah, yeah. So like, so like, yeah. Sims Four, it it did feel like a step backwards in some aspects, but a step forward in others. And I feel like, yeah. But I feel like they they dropped obviously the no loading screens in the open world format. Mm The focus on like graphics and stuff like that on a new one, but I I feel like the graphics weren't actually that big of a jump between the two games. Um, no, but, but like obviously when they brought in like moods and stuff like that, and and uh, go to work's always fun because you actually go and you do work. It gets repetitive after a while, but I think that's that's one thing. Sims Five, if they release that, they need to bring back no loading screens. They need to bring back the fact you could drive around the neighborhood and stuff like that because they they are capable of doing it. I know they're capable of doing it because Sims is not that demanding a game. That's just lazy yeah. optimization. If if you know. <laughs> that's just them cutting corners and trying to exactly. make a project uh, as short as possible yeah. uh, which you know if you're going to do a game especially with such a big title like Sims do it right you know it's like Grand Theft Auto 6 okay uh, you know just jumping back to that very very quickly okay yes it's taking 10 years to get a trailer and yes that has upset a few people including myself however if they're going to do it right then it's going to be worth it the right. wait you know do it right. put the extra time in what will be right. interesting now right you know with Sims 5 Yes. What'll be interesting is this is obviously going to co-release or release about the same time as coexist a Sims coexist with well Sims Four, but also they're going to have a new competitor in in the market. Um, uh, yes, Life by You, I believe it's called. So this is a game called Life by You. Now this is going to be made by the guys who brought us City Skylines Paradox Interactive. 
This game looks incredible. Um, the release, you can pre-purchase it now because the release is coming out soon. I think it did say, uh, I have got it up here somewhere. So it will be, let me find it. I'll find it somewhere, it's here somewhere. <laughs> Well, if you can pre-order it, it's not going to be long anyway. I'll have to double check on the release date, but it's, it's going to be very, very soon. I'm pretty sure no, it's yeah, like I'm March, imagine... not March next year, I think it is. I think it's like uh, the 5th of March. Hang on, I got it up on here. Planned release date, 5th of March, 2024. 5th of March, 2024. Oh. Now, this is life by you. This looks absolutely incredible. You look at the trailers, you look at the graphics, you look at everything. It looks like you've got your full customization back, uh, which Sims 4 did cut out a lot of. Um, you've yeah. got the colour wheel back to customise your furniture, customise your clothes. Um, it looks so much more well-optimised. Uh, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like a more realistic version of Sims. Yes. Like, I haven't read up too much about it, but I've seen trailers and stuff like that. And, and it looks it looks amazing, right? I think it's built in Unreal Engine 5, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think, think that's what they're so. building in, which, which is obviously the, the new big uh, graphically intensive uh, thing. Uh, but yeah, so many interior designs and stuff like that look amazing. Like the lighting and stuff like that. It just, it just looks so realistic. That is, is it just looks be so interesting good. to see if they carry that realism into the gameplay or if they will have a bit of a laugh and a joke about the gameplay like um, like Sims do. Or no, are they I'm trying to separate it. themselves from Sims by having yeah. that realism separate them? So yeah, it, you know, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Thing. Fantastic thing about this game. thirty four ninety nine for a pre- purchase that it's is bad, really cheap i mean when you put in comparison when sims 4 come out i believe it cost like 40 50 pounds something like that uh i, I can't quite remember, I can't it quite remember. but i think it was about 40 quid but then you think of that back then so it's probably about 50 quid now um, with inflation probably yeah. about 50 pounds so days. so yeah that's quite it's it's a, a lot cheaper but yeah, do you think they would support? Um, do you think they would support though? Um, Life by You as much as Sims? Because I know, like, I know they release a lot of expansions, but it also means they're constantly adding to the game. Will they do that on Life by You, or will they just release and be like, "Ah, oh, that'll do, that'll do, that's enough." No, in Paradox Interactive. Now, when we had City Skylines, it was only literally earlier this year they stopped supporting that game because I said, "Of course, City Skylines Two came out in October." Um, that game was made in 2016 and we still had new DLC becoming available right until the beginning of this year. Wow, so this is potentially then, this could potentially knock Sims off the top spot for like simulation life game. Yes, it certainly looks it, it looks like it could do, especially with what, you, what it looks like you can do. It looks like you're able to walk around the neighbourhood again without loading screens. It looks like yeah. you're able to get your cars again. It looks like you're able to, you know, drive around like, the neighbourhood. I feel like it's a good thing though. I feel like it's a good thing they have that competition because it means they won't half-ass their games. I think, I mean, the issue with Sims 4 in particular, um, well, I did, there are fun parts to Sims 4, you know. I, I remember, oh God, it feels so old now. But I remember um, doing like, you know, late nights and stuff before, and I'd, I'd play Sims 3 or Sims 4, because you could just start building a house, and you'd end up losing hours just making oh, shit. 100%. <laughs> but, before you know, it's 7 o'clock in the morning, and you're looking to play it outside, and you're like, oh, oh, I played it for that long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, But, like, but they, with Sims 4 in particular, there was no, there was no competition. There was no nothing. So they yeah. could, they could literally half-ass it. Mm-hmm. And be like, yeah, that's all you got. So <laughs> you're gonna play it anyway. But now they've got some that's competition. It. It'll be interesting if they'll be like, ooh, okay, 
you wanna you wanna play that game, do you? And if they uh, they'll come back and try and you know sort of bury this game down a little more. And I know it's it's EA EA Stallone Sims. EA Stallone Sims. I got an interesting fact about Life by You for that, by the way, as well. All right. So Life by You um, is actually being developed. Uh, the, the lead of development uh, is is the former executive and vice president of EA Play and the head of the Sims label, Rod Rod Humble. Now Rod Humble is the guy that bought oh. Sims One, Two, and Three. He didn't work on Four. He's taken the he's taken the lead for Life by You, oh, meaning wow. that okay. this could be a big game changer for Sims. This now, could this could forward. literally could literally replace Sims. It could literally replace, it could be its spiritual successor, but Paradox are no stranger to doing this, it's like SimCity came out, SimCity 2013, when that came out, that was met with a lot of criticism, being based online, people losing their cities, people you know, because everything was online so if you were connected to the internet, you couldn't play it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that upset I I feel like if you're going to buy a game you know, that you don't need online to play it, then don't make people yeah. happy in there to play it. Not everyone's lucky yeah, enough to it, have the internet. You know. Like, and that really upset a lot of people yeah. because if you didn't have the internet, you couldn't load your cities. Also, the servers crashed. I remember during game release, and people couldn't when they first got the game, they couldn't play it for like two days or something like that because all the servers were getting overloaded and people lost their cities and everything. And the building space you had in SimCity 2013 was a very very small footprint. Uh, so Paradox stepped in and released, yeah. of course, City Skylines, which, which has now become the spiritual successor to SimCity. Yeah, if anything, I think I say it's more famous than SimCity now. City Skylines. Yeah, it's more well known now. I yeah. mean, it's a shame to see what happened with SimCity. Uh, I could talk about it for hours. Uh, SimCity, you know, was a very, very renowned game. SimCity Four was probably the last decent SimCity. When SimCity Five or just titled SimCity came out in two thousand and thirteen, it was a big step back for the wrong reasons yeah. i can see what they were trying to do uh but it was a i think it was just a bit before its time and i don't think the technology had become advanced enough yet to actually process running all these cities on a server yeah, yeah. uh so life by you looks like it could very very well replace sims considering yeah, when you think paradox releasing all these extras since city skylines came out until the beginning of this year i mean yeah that's phenomenal you know what i mean yeah so, i feel like I feel like I might add that to my wish list now, actually. Wish list. No, I just remember losing so many hours in Sims, and I, even when I was younger, like Sims Two as well. Like I played that so much as well. Um, Sims so Two was. Fantastic. It'd be interesting to recapture that that magic you felt in those earlier Sims games. Like even Sims Three was was a lot of fun. And then Sims 4, I know, just didn't, it wasn't the same. It wasn't It the didn't same. hold up. It didn't hold up as well. I think Sims 3 was a big jump anyway, and they had big boots to fill. I mean, as soon as, you know, it came to Sims 4 release, they had a lot of work to, to sort of match the, you know, the things that you could do and the possibilities you could do in Sims 3. And to be honest, I would actually argue that you still have more possibilities in Sims 3 than you ever have done in Sims 4. Yeah, and that I sounds like it's because of the lead designer, right? It's probably because he the wasn't involved yeah. in it. So, he wasn't involved in it. Yeah. And also, I think, you know, what annoys a lot of people, what, what's annoyed a lot of people about Sims 4 is that when that game came out, you with inflation, you'll probably be paying about £50 these days yeah. uh, when that came out. And then it, they turned, it, they made it free to play. And yeah. They only yeah. charge a few for the games, Yeah. A few <laughs> games are doing that uh, these days. It's, uh, that's just, I think that'll be down to like, you know, online obviously becoming a lot more popular and stuff like that. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with those two, Sims 5 and, and, and Life by You, that's going to be 
It's going to be interesting. One to watch. Very interesting. Battle of the it's Ages. Definitely. Definitely a talking very strong candidate for a about, successor. <laughs> talking about Battle of the Ages, actually. Guys, uh, I'm going to do a bit of talking now. Some of my bits. Ooh. Uh, so, go. <laughs> so I obviously we've just had uh, the game of the year uh, awards happening and one game in particular has absolutely wiped the floor with everyone else this year arguably the most successful game of like the last sort of five ten years uh, although the sales aren't up there with the other games but that game is Baldur's Gate 3 now, <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3, it's funny because this is a game I never thought I'd actually be into. Um, it's this turn-based combat and stuff like that. I thought, oh, that's a bit, well, that's a bit outdated, you know. And it put me off the idea of it a little bit, but then I, I've heard it, so many awards. And then uh, I also heard that um, that Neil Newborn was one of the voice actors in it as well. Me and Neil Newborn. Uh, it's funny, actually, because uh, when I used to stream um, on, on Twitch, I was, uh, I was streaming Resident Evil 7. No, Resident Evil 8 Village. And uh, the metal guy, I can't quite remember his name, the, the the boss, but he was also voiced by Neil Newborn. And as I was playing um, Resident Evil 8, I got raided on Twitch by Neil Newborn, who was the voice actor um, for, for that metal guy in, in Resident Amazing. Evil. And he's also just won Best Performance at the Game of the Year Awards for um, for Asterion, uh, Asterion in... Baldur's Gate Three, so that was pretty cool. I I, I did fangirl a little bit because I'm I'm a big fan of voice actors anyway. I think they do amazing work. But yeah, Baldur's Gate Three. Um, I've I've been playing it for a couple of weeks now. A couple of weeks. I still I'm still nowhere near completed it. It's one of those games where you start playing, you get distracted by doing this, you go do that, and then you're like, oh hang on, I was doing that in the first place, and on your way back to carry on with that mission, you're like, oh hang on, this person needs saving, so you go and do that. It's one of those games. Very much like that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to discuss really um, the Game of the Year awards. So let's discuss some of the winners. Let's go through some of the winners here. So here we are. Right, Game of the Year winner was Baldur's Gate 3, of course. Best game direction was Alan Wake 2. Now, I haven't played Alan Wake 2 yet, and I really want to. <laughs> but I've not played the first one either. So I feel like I need to try. Have you ever played any of the Alan Wakes? I've never actually played the Alan Wakes. I've seen them in countless uh, game lists and stuff for like best missions, best, you know, uh, physics, etc. But I've never actually given them a go. But I have okay. heard very, very good things. I think they're very, very highly regarded. Because that is what well, that's won a number of awards. So it's won best game direction, best narrative, Alan Wake 2, best art direction, Alan Wake 2. Uh, best music score was Final Fantasy 16. Uh, I'm not going to lie. 16. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I haven't played any of the Final Fantasies. I don't think ever. <laughs> Something I should try one day. Uh, best audio design are my boys. My boys at Bethesda. My boys at Bethesda. Hi-Fi Hi Rush won that one. Uh, which I don't know if you've seen Hi-Fi. It looks like a wild game, man. I've not played it myself, but um, I, I was watching my buddy play it. And it, it looks like a lot of fun. I, I do need to. Do need to buy it. Uh, best performance in a video game. Neil Newborn, my boy. Um, we got games. Games for impact. I don't know what that is. Uh, for thought-provoking. Oh, okay. Thought-provoking game with pro-social meaning or message. And that was to cheer. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that game. I don't think I actually hear about it either. That's, um, I've not heard of it. I'll, have, I'll have to have a look. Yeah. Best ongoing game, Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk has had a massive turnaround, man. Massive turnaround. Like, uh, I, I 
bought into the hype with Cyberpunk when it originally came out. And I yeah. bought it and I started playing it. And yeah, on PC, it wasn't actually that bad. I, I didn't run into many bugs or anything anyway. But one part I couldn't stand, I still don't like it about the game, is the brain, this thing called brain dances. I've got used okay. to them now. I got used to them now, but it was like a little investigation scene. You have to go and scan certain objects and stuff, and some of the objects are hard to find. But they've well, improved. Yeah, they've improved it now, and they're a bit easier to point out, and they they, they hold your hand a bit more. Sometimes I need my hand out through a game. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, we got, um, but yeah, so best ongoing game, probably deserving as well, because they just had an expansion pack come out, um, oh, which reminds me, actually, they are working on uh, on The Witcher 4 as well now. CG Project. Oh, The Witcher 4. So, Oh, yeah, so okay. that's, that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be one to keep an eye. I don't know when it's gonna come out. It's probably gonna be a while yet because they've only just like they're still working on bits of Cyberpunk now. Uh, but I think they've split the team, so it is like a small portion of the team working on Cyberpunk, while the majority of it are going towards Witcher Four now. So that's that's you're gonna be about, one. That's gonna be one to look out for definitely. You're saying about Cyberpunk and you're saying about the brain dance and stuff like that. You know what? It reminds me so much of. Do you remember Watch Dogs, the hacking game? And you have to like do the hacks and do the puzzles. I mean, I used to struggle with that, yeah. so I can't imagine how difficult that must be. <laughs> that was uh, Ubisoft, wasn't it? Was it Ubisoft? I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm just gonna double check to make sure I'm not double wrong. Double check it, or it might have been no. Was it Naughty Dog or was it Ubisoft? I I can't remember. It'd be worth having a quick look on that one. Ubisoft games. I'm pretty sure it was. There's so many. Yeah, the same people that made Assassin's Creed. Watchdog. Yes, Ubisoft. There we go. Okay, I'm not crazy. I was just Ubisoft. about to double check for you as well. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, so Ubisoft. Uh, I know they had a few Easter eggs in there from Assassin's Creed as well. But uh, speaking about Ubisoft, guys, um, I just, obviously, I'll remind you guys at the end of the podcast, of course, but me and Days got a little sneaky peek at Skull and Bones, which is Ubisoft's pirate multiplayer game. Um, it's kind of what I've been wanting because it's, it's, it's a. Uh, and the Sea of Thieves, but like the graphics on it, it's like cartoony and it's like comedy sort of Sea of Thieves. Whereas I want a realistic, grounded pirate, like Black Flag, but with friends. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping yes. for, anyway. But we, uh, but yeah, we've got uh, we've got access to the closed beta, so we're gonna play that um, over the weekend and on next month's podcast. Then we'll tell you our thoughts on that. But back to Very the Game of the Year awards. Back to the Game of the Year awards. Uh, best debut in the game was uh, Cocoon. Uh, I've not heard of that one yet either. I feel like I should check some of these games out. Uh, mm. Best mobile game? Nobody cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> best community support was Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, best VR slash AR game was Resident Evil Village. So Neil Newborn's had a bit of a year, isn't he? He's had a bit of He's a year. He's had a very good year. Fair play. Fair play. Uh, best best action game was Armored Core. Now, I've heard about Armored Core. Apparently it's pretty... Uh, it's a pretty tough robot fighting sort of game, I think. Uh, best RPG, Baldur's Gate 3. Best fighting game, Street Fighter 6. I didn't realise there was another Street Fighter out, I'm not going to lie. No, that's news to me, I'll be honest. <laughs> best sim strategy game. Oh, here we are. Have you heard of Pikmin 4? No, I don't think I have, actually. I'll no, have to give that I one a little look. I don't know. City Skylines 2 was nominated, but um, didn't they have some, like... Didn't they have some... 
bad reviews. City's going they to... had a mixed response now. Like I, I pitched the game. Personally, I haven't really experienced too many things of it. But when it did come out, I did look on Steam and the reviews went from like mostly positive yeah. to negative. Uh, to not it's, to negative, but mixed. It's funny, isn't it? Because I, I don't really look at reviews these days anymore. Because like, uh, my biggest regret, right, is, is Days Gone. Right, is a game I I played when I was uh when I was streaming. That's the first time I ever played it was was then, and this was years after it was released, right? But when it was first released, I was really excited for it. The trailer was amazing, and I thought this is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But then there was bad reviews, and me, being a younger person, I was like, oh, probably don't spend my money on life. it then. But you know what? I played it years after, and. I loved it. I loved it. So now, like, it, it kind of made put into perspective reviews for me. And like, there's another yeah. bit about Starfield as well, which I'll talk about talk about in a minute as soon as I finish going through here. So we got best multiplayer game, Baldur's Gate Free, um, content creator of the year, Iron Mouse. Oh, okay, this yeah, okay, this is yeah. We're going off to games now. We're more into content creation, uh, which is fine. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, I'm one. And one of the funnest ones here as well is best adaptation. So best game made into a movie or TV series was oh, okay. Last of Us, of course. Of course. Well, we, anybody could have seen that coming. Anybody could have seen that coming. <laughs> anybody could have seen that coming. But um, but yeah, there we go, guys. That's a little roundup of um of the game of the year winners there. Anyway, it's not all of them, but like it's the main ones. But um, but I wanted to discuss now a little bit about Starfield. Oh, yeah. oh! I've I've heard people go oh already, already. But you know what? I had so much fun, dude. I I poured like 160 hours in Starfield within the first month. Right? That is quite amazing. Like I I I I really enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed it. Like there was some stuff that was missing, obviously, but like, but the amount of hate it got from people, man, in reviews and stuff. I'm like, it doesn't deserve all of that. Like I, I like it's it's not. I'm not gonna say like it's. I don't prefer it over Fallout or Elder Scrolls. Like I would probably prefer to play Fallout 4. Probably prefer to play mm-hmm. Skyrim. But it wasn't a bad game. Just because it's not a 10 out of 10, it doesn't mean it's a bad game. This is what people um, forget these days. Is that, you know, games don't have to be a 10 out of 10 every, every release. Otherwise, no game would be special when, when you get that special game, you know, once in a while. But um, but there's been a bit of news on, on Starfield, which I'll, I'll break down for you guys now. So obviously Starfield, they've listened to everyone criticizing the game you know some of the criticism is fair i will say that some of it mm-hmm. is fair like one thing that was annoying me about the game is i would land on a planet on my spaceship yeah and you like you get your scanner out and you can look around there's like buildings and stuff to explore but mm-hmm. because like it's literally a whole planet you walk around yeah. you get your scanner out. it takes literally 10 15 minutes i've timed it to get to one of those structures because you can only run Ooh, okay you only one, or you can, or you can jump, right? And obviously, I'm, I'm a, I'm a busy man, right? I'm a busy man. I, I work. I got two kids. <laughs> I don't have that much time to play a game. So if I want to play a game, I want to play a game. I don't want to run around for fifteen minutes, get into a place, <laughs> just to clear yeah. it out, and then that you know run to the next place. Of it, like you know, it's um, uh... obviously it's something that they can fix, and it's something that sounds like they are going to fix. They just announced um uh, the update, so. They have been pretty good at updating the game um, fairly consistently. So, like, one of the big issues was they had to deal with uh, AMD uh, when when it was releasing. So, it, they'd have FSR for AMD graphics cards, but they wouldn't have DLSS for a video oh, graphics okay. card. Yeah. But when you think about it, 
the majority of of PC gamers, what graphics cards do they have? Well, put into perspective, I would probably guess Nvidia because it's I mean, Nvidia, Nvidia and it's Nvidia by quite a margin. So like you've literally yes. cut off probably three quarters of the PC players. You know, like I'm not saying it was impossible to play, but it was the performance was pretty poor. Performance yeah. was pretty poor. Like, I, I'm lucky I got a 3080, so I I could keep up. But people with 2070, which was a recommended graphics cards for it, was mm-hmm. st- we're really struggling. You know, they'd only get like you know really poor frame rates and stuff throughout. Um, and but they listened to all of this criticism, and then they added in DLSS support. So I don't know what they sorted out with AMD. Or something like that, because that was one of the big complaints somebody had. So they're willing to do that, and they've added in like performance improvements and stuff like that. So with DLSS now, I can play. I I lock most of my single player games at sixty frames per second on PC, just to yeah. stop my graphics card from dying and <laughs> and my CPU from going like through the roof. Um, but yeah, the way I look at it, you know, single player games, you don't really need much more than sixty frames per second. Like online games yeah. are different. You know, you want to get all your frames so you can uh you can try and get some wins out um but but yeah now they've supported that and they've come out now and they've said uh, yeah, they're gonna add in new ways to travel in the game they're gonna add in i feel like it's gonna have a bit of a turnaround story like cyberpunk has and i hope it does i hope it does because it's like i said it's not a bad game it's not a great game but it's not a bad game uh like mm. some of the stuff you can do is amazing and there's like so many quest lines and stuff to do on it um so yeah that's that's just what i wanted to get off my chest about Starfield, really. So they they got a they plan to support it for five years, I think. Um, at least they got mod support coming early next year as well. DLC coming next year. DLC will probably be coming out every year for the next five years down around that time, and some yeah. updates and fixes for that time as well. So I I oh, please have a turnaround like Cyberpunk <laughs> because the game deserves it. Bethesda deserve it. Um, I mean, it is funny because you get some games that get released with two not great reception, like going back to City Skylines 2. I mean, when that came out, yeah. you know, a lot of people were saying that it was buggy, it was crashing, um, that they, you know, there was bugs in the game that needed to be ironed out. But I think sometimes people can be a bit too harsh when a new game comes out. I think people can be very critical. I mean, yes. like City yeah. Skylines and especially Starfield are very big games. I mean, you know, it, t- it takes, after they get released, it's going to take a couple of months to iron out the minor problems. Yeah. And it could take years to fix some of the bugs that are hidden in the game. Yeah. Because all these teams are going to have to look through every single line of code and they're going to have to kind of figure out what's gone wrong and fix it there well, and then and try yeah, and get I mean, everything like, covered. You know what we've, I mean? We've dabbled in game development, haven't we? And there's a, there is a lot to it. There is there so is much to more. it. Like <laughs> it's unbelievable how much a lot more how much goes into just the simplest <laughs> of movements, like picking up a gun. You got like twenty lines of code for that. It's just and then you gotta have them hold the gun in position. You gotta have a reload animation <laughs> put on. Honestly, guys, we've done and we're no experts, by the way. We are no experts in game development, but what we have done for a oof. It's tough, it's taken isn't it? a long time it's to get tough. a small game, and I mean, it, it is tough. It is, it is hard to do. But no, I, I, I kind of, I do have confidence. I do think it's gonna be. I do think it's gonna turn around. Um, I think, I think it also fell into the, the thing similar to what I was saying about GTA Definitive Editions, where people said remake. Oh, graphics. No, no they <laughs> yes. didn't say anything about that. You've just gone off on your thing. But people kind of did that with Starfield as well. People were like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to fly my spaceship around the planet and stuff. I was like, they, they never said, no, no, said you could do that. 
This is something exactly. that you you you've taken and you've run with, uh, but then it's like sort of it was getting, that you but it was getting, getting yeah exactly. But it was getting hate for that, and I'm like you. If it wasn't promised, you can't really hate on them for it. You can be like, oh, why isn't that in the game? They should add it in, sort of thing. You could be like that, but mm-hmm. I would say don't take it out of the game itself. Um, but anyway, what I wanted to say is what I want to see in the next few updates for Starfield because I'm a massive Bethesda fan. Uh, a massive Bethesda fan. I, I like like Fallout TV series coming out soon. I can't wait for that, guys. I'm gonna have a full breakdown of the trailer for Fallout as well. Um, That'll full breakdown fun. for That's that. It. In the next uh, next month's podcast, so I'm gonna watch that, and have a breakdown of that. We're also gonna discuss our skull and bones as well. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be an interesting month. Uh, skull and bones is one that I'm really looking forward to. I mean, Black Flag. You ask a lot of people like, what was your favorite element of Black Flag? And a lot of people would say, oh, the pirate battles, the ships, the yeah, you know. So it's really good that Ubisoft have kind of seen that. And they've taken it. And they're to be fair, like I, I get where people are coming from, but this is this is another thing, saying because they have delayed Skull and Bones. I, I, it's a lot of times. I think it's like seven or eight times. It's honestly, <laughs> honestly it's been delayed. It's supposed to be released years ago, but they, they've kept kept a hold of it and then they're working on it. I'm, I'm hoping the amount of time they've had to work with it, you know, it adds more in. But it's one of those games as well that like they could also support once it's come out a bit like similar to sea of thieves that's what i'm comparing it to anyway i like mm-hmm. a more grounded gritty version of sea of thieves um the rated um, r version yeah yeah the ra- <laughs> yeah yeah the rated r version so I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to it now i've i've got um what what's the word cautiously optimistic with me i think you know i've seen what ubisoft could do in the past you see what you know some of the games that they can make you see what they're capable of doing yeah it's exciting to see what the newer generation of the ubisoft games are going to be like i mean like you go back to black flag there was so much stuff in that game yeah. that you know you wouldn't have expected to be in an assassin's creed game but it just made it what it was it made it no. so unique in it. yeah and absolutely and it's going to be very interesting to see what they're going to implement into Sea of Thieves. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see if if they can if they can bring it to to uh, Skull and Bones as well. Like it'll just be uh, it'd be Definitely. worth it. Definitely, be worth it. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping anyway. But anyway, what I was saying is is um some things I'd like to see in updates uh, for Starfield. Being a big Bethesda fan, I am. I I do really. I don't just want to see land vehicles in it. I think they need to be in it. I it takes too long, man. Like one hour. Of game time you've wasted half of it from one place to another that's just not you know it's not acceptable for me i think that's just i mean that's just a lack of design thought on on that um but i also want to see as, as they go through um these aren't confirmed by the way these are just things i i would like to see um coming in the next couple of updates obviously land vehicles i want to see more handcrafted content because i know they've got more handcrafted content in this game than any other bethesda game but because it's procedurally generated these planets is really easy to run into the same place on multiple planets and it just takes you out of the takes you out of the game so i think they need to add a bit more of that in um environmental storytelling is is another thing i want to see more of in starfield that was one of the one of the biggest things of, of fallout and skyrim is, is you'd go into let's take fallout for an example you go into an old vault and you're walking through your love resolve vault. you think oh that, that'll be worth looting and all of a sudden, you start hallucinating and you're getting attacked by the people who used to bully you in the vault and stuff like that, right? It's stuff like it's environmental storytelling that is so cool and so amazing and just adds you into the game. It drags you in in such a way that you don't want to so, put the controller down. 
so prominent. I mean, so yeah. many of the good games have got it. I mean, and like it's, say, none you know, of them. It's, that that's the thing that you know people expect that sort of thing. for a story driven game you expect to yeah. have at least a bit of, of, of environment story um like you know tomb raider for example uh you know you've got different tombs you can raid and it's like oh am i gonna is it worth gonna is it gonna yeah. be worth doing it or is it not gonna be worth doing it and you know you go in there and you find out more about whose tomb it was and it just it adds to that story it builds up a bit more yeah. of a understanding of the environment around you yeah, and it doesn't even have to be anything major. Like, you know, there's quite an extreme example, obviously, using um, Vault. Is it, is it Vault 111? Not 111. 101, is that? 108, I want to say. Oh, oh good. Yeah, I, think I, might, I might be wrong. First yeah, 101 is the one. Yeah, I think that's where you come from. Started, uh, yeah. But, um, but that's quite an extreme example. But it could be something subtle as, like, in Skyrim, for example, you're walking across, you come across an old tower, you have mm -hmm. a look around, and you find, like, a diary. Of a person or a wizard who used to live in that tower, uh, and it would, like might lead you to a, a spell hidden in a cave somewhere. You know that sort of environmental storytelling. Is, I think what makes Bethesda games so unique and and fun and incredible in a way that they just seem to have forgotten about that. If anything, I think I'd explain it as in Starfield that they focus more on the gameplay, so getting the gunplay right, because that's been the biggest. Uh, the biggest critique of of uh, Bethesda games is is the fighting and stuff in them, and they tr they overhauled that nicely for for Starfield, but it feels like they left out some other things. So while you know some of the things I just want to see more of, and I want to see like more towns and cities as well, because like there are one thousand and one planets, one thousand one planets in Starfield. Like a lot of them, a lot of them are empty, which is for, I'm okay with that. I don't mind someone being empty because you know it's space. Not every planet is going to be brimming with life, but the issue is that there's only like one thousand more planets. There's there's four cities, and they're all yeah. fairly close together. And you're like, this. It's a lot of planets for very little. Yeah, and I, I feel like that they need to add more stuff in like that. I know it makes the game bigger and stuff like that, but to be honest with you, if if I was um for me. And if it's coming from me, a massive Bethesda fan, then you, you know something's not right. I would have focused on maybe 100 planets, mm -hmm. but just have them filled with things to do. You know? It's like with Starfield, you know, it would be nice if you go to like planet Earth and you can find like remnants of you. Like... You can. There are bits you can You can in Starfield. You can go to Earth, you can find like the Shard in London or mm -hmm. the Arch of uh, Louisiana. Um, mm -hmm. stuff like but you can find you know you can find like landmarks and stuff there but yeah if was a bit of a it was a bit of a letdown in starfield i would say like there's a reason for it and they explain it but for me i was a bit like <laughs> yeah but uh but no i i do have full confidence that they're going to turn it around and i think they said they're going to release an update every six weeks with oh, wow, uh, but every six weeks well they're not just going to update like performance fixes or something like that they said they're going to add meaningful a meaningful sort of game mechanic in every one of those updates. So hopefully a lot of things people are asking for will, will be answered. And, and if anybody can do it, Bethesda can definitely. Exactly. I mean, they exactly. are up there with Skyrim, Oblivion. If you go further back, you know, they, they can do it, you know. Yeah. Oh, Oblivion. I remember, I was talking about Oblivion the other day, actually. Somebody was like, what game would you be playing in 2006? I think that's when Oblivion released. I was like, Oblivion. I was all I over it. Was, it. Yeah. I was all <laughs> over it. <laughs> but guys, I, I think that is, that's, I think that's pretty much it uh, for this podcast. So, 
the uh, this is going to be the usual sort of structure of the podcast. You know, we're going to have one main discussion today. It was a GTA Six trailer and a bit of Rockstar. Uh, next time, uh, well, we're definitely going to talk about Skull and Bones. We're probably yeah, going to have a discussion wait. about. I think I have a discussion about for next time. Some of the massive companies in gaming releasing games that aren't finished and charging you a full price yes. for it. So yeah. we'll be getting into that next time and, and potential ways we think they could fix that, you know, because I think they're losing the trust of, of gamers slowly. Like, gaming's mm -hmm. more popular than it ever has been. But because of yeah. some of the shady releases, I feel like it's losing popularity or people are just going back to their comfort games and they're not exploring or discovering new things, new games, new worlds, new universes. Uh, which is what gaming's all about, you know. Um, for me, it, at least, yeah. anyway. That's 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 what it's all about. Is about you know escaping, having fun, and just having the time of your life um, in a video game. But that seems to be getting tarnished these days by getting, companies it's all about getting lost in another world. Yeah, exactly. But it seems to be getting tarnished these days by by I don't know some companies sort of half assing it and just yeah. But well, that's a that's a discussion for uh, for next month. Um, However, <laughs> sorry, I, I'll explain the rest of the usual structure first. So we have our big discussion. So next month it will be um, games releasing things that aren't finished. And then we'll have uh, Nathan speak about some of his games, UG Simulation and stuff like that. Normal um, simulation games, yeah. But you're, you're not opposed to like, Tomb Raider and stuff as well either, are you? No, Tomb Raider. It's yeah, fantastic. A couple of horror games, survival games. You know. uh, yeah, well, like I said, we, we got a pretty well-rounded knowledge of, of video games meaning between us anyway, I think. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and then uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have a discussion then on somewhere around that and a smaller discussion on another topic. And then it'll be my discussion, so some things I talk about. Um, and my favourite part, though, my favourite part is coming up next. Guys, do not crucify us. Do not crucify <laughs> us in the comment section. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, this is interest. I thought this would be fun to add into our podcast. At the end of every podcast, we leave something for you guys to discuss in the comments below. Um, obviously, this podcast as well, by the way, is, is going to be on YouTube primarily. Um, over time, uh, we are going to get sorted to go onto Spotify, Spotify. and Amazon Music. Um, I'm I'm already in the process of doing that at the moment. There's a few things I need to do in the background, but uh, but yes, we're gonna be doing that moving forward. Uh, but for now, stick to YouTube. So this is what I'm talking about the comment section in particular today. Uh, but yeah, at the end of every episode, we have a hot take. We have a hot take section. So oh, I'll yeah, oh, oh, so I will give you one of my hot takes. You guys can choose to either agree or disagree with me in the comments. Don't be horrible. Don't be mean. <laughs> it's just fun. It's a fun discussion. You guys can leave your hot takes in the comments as well. And we might talk about them in the next podcast. I, um, I feel the need to add this. This is only our personal opinion. Yes, it's uh, our personal nothing opinion. Nothing is to be yeah. taken away from this. Uh, this is just our personal opinion on yeah. certain topics. So uh, I guess... I'll go first. Yes, I'll go first. Right. Okay, here we go. For me, one of my hot takes is the Uncharted franchise is better than the Last of Us franchise. Fight me. Fight me. That's <laughs> a good one. Okay. <laughs> I loved Uncharted so much, man. And like Last of Us, loads of people told me to, to play Last of Us. And Last of Us is a great game. It's a great game. But I felt like I got lost more in Uncharted. So for me, Uncharted just takes just takes the edge um, away from 
Roma, last of us. My hot take is going to be on a similar topic. I believe. Don't crucify me, fans. Don't crucify me. I believe that uh, the new Tomb Raider games are better than the Uncharted games. How dare you, sir? <laughs> we are done. <laughs> now that's cool. So yeah, guys, obviously discuss below. Um, but I, I want to hear some of your hot takes as well, guys. So leave your hot takes in the comments. Leave your Does, hot takes down. Doesn't have to be related to ours, because uh, then like as the podcast go on, at the end of the podcast when we do our hot takes, we're also going to discuss some hot takes from you guys in the comments. And obviously we'll leave it for that that last section below. But guys, thank you so much for watching. Um, I just I feel like. I need to say, I've been looking forward to doing this podcast for ages. Um, those of you who do know me, you know I, I, I used to do streaming on Twitch, but life got a little bit too busy. Um, and I didn't, I don't really, I didn't have time to stream, live stream three nights a week. Um, but I didn't want to lose contact completely. Um, obviously, you guys know how much, how much I love video games and how important they actually are to me. So I really wanted to do something, you know, to sort of, Give back to that and give back to you guys. Um, so guys, old and new, welcome on in. I hope I hope you've enjoyed the uh, the Brother Bike Gaming podcast. Uh, with I've been Ryan, a game guy. We've had days light. I've been days late. Um, again, guys, just want to quickly add to that. Yeah, me and Ryan have been working on this podcast for a very long time, so it's really nice to actually bring it to fruition and bring it for you guys. Um, as you guys, it, some of you guys may know me, I was days late on Twitch. Uh, haven't streamed for a little while, but I am hoping to go back at some point in the future when I'm not too sure, but I will update everybody as soon as I can. Yeah, well, yes, same here. You know, if, if things quiet down a bit, you know, outside of uh, outside of the world of gaming, uh, we can, yeah, we might very well be coming back. But guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you very much for taking time. Even if you've had it on your car, even if you've listened to our lovely voices while you go to sleep, it's appreciated each and every one of you guys. Thank you so much. We have been the Brother Bite Gaming Brother Bite Podcast. Gaming podcast. <laughs> and we shall catch you in the next one. Soon.